0: Welcome to FitzAunt Property Exchange, hosted by Pearl Skeltimer, designed to keep you informed and captivated about the South African residential property market. Subscribe to our channel today and enjoy conversations with some of the most influential, innovative interesting industry experts, stakeholders, and scheme executives as they render input in today's property market. Good
1: morning. Uh, Once again, I'm Paul Skelterman, the CEO of A Estates, and we would like to welcome you to our property exchange. Yes, it is that time of the year, winter, we're cold, and then we have to sit without electricity. No Wi-Fi. We are cold, and we are fed up. So today I'm talking to Sheldon Fredrickson, who has graduated um, in dual honours in finance and accounting from UCT. Upon completion of his degree, Sheldon joined Deloitte for a three-year internship program. At the end of his articles, he took his accountant to New York, working for the Deloitte office branch in the United States. When he returned to South Africa, Sheldon stayed at Deloitte as manager and within two years was promoted to senior manager. Sheldon joined Fed Group in 2014 as the group financial manager. Following the group restructure in 2015, Sheldon was named chief financial officer. He is responsible for the accounting and finance of the Fed Group. Good morning, Sheldon. Welcome and I hope you're going to shed some light and guide us to more um, affordable methods of going hybrid or off the grid um, and you're going to explain the difference between these two terms.
2: Good morning, Nicole. thanks very much for having me, it will be, hopefully I can shed the light that your listeners are looking for.
1: Okay, as you know we are in the property management sector. Um, We specifically specialize in residential properties. So we are starting to get these calls from either sectional title owners to say, I am done with this. I would like to have solar panels installed. And there's certain legislation that has to be complied with. We're not talking about that. Let's Let's start talking about the technical stuff. Why do people opt for solar power versus electricity?
2: So, Paul, I think there's a dual reason why they're looking at solar. One, there is this greater impetus for sustainable energy being used and to mm-hmm. move away from you know, your more traditional sources of electricity, which in the past have always been coal um, and those type of power. And I guess that's now come to the fore with the change in pricing. So as there's been this demand for solar, the actual price and the cost of generating the power using these renewable energy sources has come down to a point um, where it makes it actually cost effective to do it. So it's no longer just this, I'm doing something good for the environment, I'm doing it for, I'm also doing something good for the environment, but actually can save money by installing uh, the right system for your property.
1: Okay. So um, could you explain the difference between hybrid and um, off the grid setup?
2: Yes, so an off the grid setup means that your property, whether it's a house or commercial property, would not be connected to ESCOM or the municipality's grid. So all your power needs are catered for that, well, you've generated them yourself in that uh, distinct property. Now, in um, using kind of solar and in our environment, and knowing that you to get completely off the grid, you're going to need to have. A generator when the sun doesn't shine wow. or sufficient battery backup um, with the correct equipment to power your house um, including your oven etc that you're never going to be able to tap into the municipality whereas a hybrid system is um, you're straddling the things so you're wanting to get quite a lot of your power from renewable energy sources getting as far off the grid as possible um, kind of benefiting from like, that cost reduction and getting your um, electricity from these renewable energy sources. However, you always have this backup. So you're paying your network charge, you're still connected to the grid. So let's just say your um, off-the-grid system isn't working, you can tap into the municipality. And that's... Okay, so so, so ISCOM would, would be a backup, sort of you can create your system to be more as a full backup. So that's where you really are straddling the fence. Whereas many hybrid systems, they're looking at um, consuming, you know, 50 to 60% of the energy needs from their uh, renewable energy sources, and then forty percent is still from ESCOM. And often that is what happens in this solar energy space. You're using solar energy during the day, storing some of that power in um, your, yeah, your battery, kind of load shedding backups, mm-hmm. and then okay. um, when you when you go into the nighttime, obviously the sun isn't shining, and that's when you are using more of um, power from the grid or ESCOM.
1: Okay, what are the benefits of each?
2: So it depends on each of your the situation that you have. So to convert your current household completely off the grid can be um, difficult. Um, the actual technical aspects of that and electrical needs in terms of rewiring your house, et cetera, can be quite onerous. So often in a new build, it's a developer would really consider the needs of the development. And particularly um, in the commercial space, trying to get sufficient um, KVA and um, kind of grid power to your site has become quite hard as the new builds trying to get the licenses to get that done. So there, it makes it easier- oh, Sorry, to can I
1: interrupt you? You say they, they, they would battle to get the licenses. What do you mean by that?
2: So if there's, if the municipalities, etc. have started not allowing certain demand or certain requirements for um, bulk land. Okay. So they will only provide you enough power for a certain number of units or a certain demand supply. And that's where the developers look at kind of hybrid systems and alternative source of power. So they can build the property to the specifications that they want to. And upfront they can design the system and the electricians can install the system in accordance with that. When you're looking at the, uh, so when you're trying to take your current house off the grid, It's just those technical aspects aren't always as easy to deliver. So they can be done, but it's just, it can be quite onerous. And that's where um, kind of the benefits of being um, a hybrid approach just allows you that backup plan and that you can also phase in your installation of solar. So you can start with a smaller installation and kind of that's cost effective for you right now. And then as you reap the benefits of the savings of that solar plant, you can basically enlarge the system to get yourself more and more off the grid. I think from maybe a more personal view, a hybrid approach does work because it allows that optionality, particularly in mm-hmm. resale. So to your listeners in uh, the residential property market, some clients may want grid power. And now if your property is completely off the grid, you're only appealing to a certain aspect mm-hmm. of the market. Yeah. Whereas at least a, a Lisa hybrid approach gives you that, um, ability to resell to any buyer who's based on their needs and what they're looking for.
1: All right. I suppose um, with with the demand, has cost for this type of insulation decreased or increased?
2: So the cost has definitely decreased. Um, decreased?
1: So, That's good news.
2: Yes. So from the peak, you're, you were looking at um, kind of your cost of install ranging between 16 Rand to 20 Rand per watt installed. And Mm -hmm. now those prices have come down um I think between ten and thirteen Rand per watt installed. And I think this is as technology um takes place, um well as the technology enhancements takes place, similar if I had to relate it to like computers. Computer prices have remained relatively stable. Um I think the rand depreciation has an impact in terms of our comparison to But A computer Mm -hmm. with 10 times the processing power of what the computer could buy 10 years ago costs relatively the same for what you're getting. And I think that's where in the solar space, you can now install a kilowatt peak site. So that's the sizing equivalent of the site. You can now install that site with 10 panels because those panels are far more efficient and effective for the same size of them would have been a site that you would have previously needed you know, 30 panels to install. And that's where, when you're looking at kind of the benefit that you're reaping and the cost per install and some of those fixed costs, like the installation team is the same, et cetera, that's where your actual cost for the installation, for what the power you can produce, has actually come down.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I suppose when you are... Um sourced to do an investigation or to provide um, a solution or a quotation, um, there has to be an assessment of the scheme specifically. I know you currently specialize more in commercial buildings, but in sectional title that differs. You have the old or older high rises, or you have loose standing um, simplexes or duplexes, or you have combined blocks of four sections and a few of those in a specific scheme, um, what would that assessment entail?
2: So the assessment um, basically would be very similar to what you do in any type of building. Okay. Would be a retail mall. And it's, it comes down to understanding what is the um, irradiance levels, so what solar power could be produced by the rooftops that are available for solar to be installed on. And that supply curve or production curve of the solar plant, you would want to then analyze what the current electricity consumption of the property. So in a residential development or a sectional development, you would want to understand and try and marry those two together. Now, where residential um, in the past has posed problems is that the demand for electricity often isn't during the peak times of when solar is produced, which is okay. generally yeah. around yeah. a one day period. Yeah. Um, because people aren't at home. Now, with the rise of work from home, different energy needs in the properties, as well as the smart technologies, the IoT devices that can actually um, manage the electricity consumption um, when geysers switch on, when your pool pump runs, um, you know, in a. Um, sectional title um, scheme, there are many electricity uh, consumers that aren't actually related to individuals. And that's where those smart technologies coming together with the solar power, you can create um, the demand for electricity that meets the solar peak. And that is what's making um, solar installations even more beneficial to have in your household um, than they were in the past. So the main assessment there is understanding your current electricity consumption needs, and that is measured over generally a period, also looking at your rates bills on how much are you spending on electricity, and then an assessment um, using, starting with Google Maps to do initial feasibility where you can see the rooftops um, to a more technical um, due diligence and assessment to get what the expected solar production would be. From okay, the solar solar are there any,
1: any costs involved in doing the assessment? If body corporates or sectional title schemes just want to find out, is it possible, is it feasible, and what could we save at the end of the day um, and request such an assessment, is there a cost involved in
2: that? So most seller providers um, do not charge for that assessment. Um, so the initial base assessment, um, which is your feasibility, reading your um, rate spills, depending on what meters you have, they can download some data that gives Mm -hmm. more accurate um, information and understanding your energy needs in the complex with doing an initial design um, using technology, uh, they they don't charge for that. As you start getting into the more technical aspects of that, which is post that first quotation proposal approval, then that's where you are committing Mm -hmm. to installation and um, that's where I guess the costs are incurred, but it's around the installation of the actual site, the final um, kind of construction and the engineering sign-offs, et cetera.
1: All right. Um, Once again, depending on how the scheme is developed, so for an investor that's renting out a property that would like to consider this, if it is in a high-rise building, one individual Section cannot proceed with this. It will have to be the building as a whole, considering this installation. Am I right?
2: So you are right in terms of kind of the voting rights um, and how kind of you would use this. However, in terms of how electricity is shared and split, that's where technology does enable that even a tenant um, who is wanting to do this as long as they have the approval to do it, Mm -hmm. the billing can be done just for them. Even though the solar generally in those installations would provide electricity to the whole building, the benefit of that, because the cost of that installation was borne by this tenant, they get the full benefit of that solar installation. And that would be to a property manager using the, you know, a utility management provider, um, such as, you know, tech sitter etc with IT devices they can match that the billing for that tenant is commensurate with the solar installation that they've installed. Obviously it would be in the benefit of the whole complex or the whole building that everyone does agree to it because the cost of energy produced from a solar plant Mm -hmm. is definitely less than the residential charge that you're currently paying to your municipality.
1: Okay, that that brings me to the next question. How does solar energy compare uh, when it comes to cost?
2: So if you are buying the electricity, so that is generally through like a power purchase agreement. So that's more a rental model. So in a complex or commercial building, the landlord rents out their rooftop to an energy company, Mm -hmm. such as themselves. Um, the Fed Group Solar Fund, you rent your roof, so you as a body corporate would earn an income, and that rental that um, and you, so that's the income that you would receive, you would then buy the electricity from the solar fund, and the net of that would be the cost savings. And depending on the nature of your demand, um, those savings savings. can be anywhere from 10% reduction to your salary costs, I mean to your electricity costs, to 50%. Um, reduction.
1: Okay, so so Fed Group actually does these installations?
2: Yes, so Uh we have our service providers. So um, basically we have um, three um, engineering procurement companies that are on our panel that have gone through our due diligence Mm and they are the actual construction um, service providers. However, the actual offering is provided by Fed Group, which offers a number of methods in which you can um,
1: finance, finance
2: this. and okay. install it on your roof. So that one I gave at the moment, the first example I gave was um, the least risk option is that Fed Group actually owns the solar site. Um, and we rent your roof and provide you with cheap electricity through that model. However, we are responsible for the functioning of the site, the maintenance, take um, all the risks associated with that site. The other funding model is where uh, complex or building owners are looking to actually own the solar plant. Yeah,
1: that, that is just what I wanted to ask. If they want to take a different option of eventually owning um, this installation what what um, what what can fed fed group offer them
2: yes so that's where we offer in essence it's an installment sales agreement uh, we call it lease to own so there would be monthly payments that you make that is paying down similar to you and doing a vehicle finance you're paying a monthly amount um, down to kind of acquire the site Um, and that ranges from three years to 10 year period Um, and that's where your initial um, kind of payment amount often may be the same as the current electricity charge that you're paying. So you are switching out what you're currently paying your municipality for electricity and you're paying the same amount to Fed Group in terms of paying down the financing charge of acquiring the site. But then over time um, and as you acquire that full site you now are getting electricity technically for free because the site oh. not be paid for etc and that's the opening up the jaws obviously oh, wow. in that model, you are taking that risk of the maintenance of the site um kind of keeping it up and running and that's where you can um contract uh, operations and maintenance provider to make sure the site carries on running how you want it but you are assuming that risk because you are becoming the owner Oh great. Uh, those different models. So the one okay. you get an initial discount because from day one the solar site producing you are yeah. reducing yeah. your costs. Whereas in the other one you are buying an asset that will in the future reduce your costs. Of course. And so okay. they're slightly different models.
1: All right. Um in this um rent to own agreement. Um, Would there be a provision for the maintenance of the system until such time as full ownership or the term of the agreement has expired?
2: Yes. So we would want an earning provider and that is just to protect the equal rights of both parties. So Fed Group would want the site to produce what it's mandated to produce and what the performance was expected as well as yourselves or as the property owner would want it to produce. And that's where there is the o agreement with our IoT devices that measure and make sure that the site is performing where we expect it to. So okay. we don't need the management.
1: That's great. Sheldon, thank you so much. And ending off, Sheldon, tell us where can my clients get hold of group? Who should they contact? And what is the details of your website?
2: So Fed Group is a financial services company and we launched an innovative product three years ago called Impact Farming with solar being um, one of the products that we offer that allows individuals that want to invest their money and capital into an individual solar panel through our platform. They can do that. If you want more information, you can go to www.fedgroup.co.za and you can either contact us through our website or you can send an email to info at fedgroup.ca.za and the respective teams within our um, environment will get back to you. If you're looking for investments or if you actually are looking for um, a quotation for a solar installation in your uh, various building, uh, that's where you can get the information.
1: Sheldon, thank you so much. So you, you what you're actually telling us, there are lights at the end of the tunnel.
2: <laughs> yes, there is. And hopefully... To various installations and other partners that we have, you don't have to worry about not having lights at all.
1: Awesome. Thank you once again. Ladies and gentlemen, we will talk again soon.
2: This was
0: FitzArns Property Exchange, hosted by Pearl Skeltimer. Not only do we keep you informed on the very latest in the property industry, we also empower by expanding your knowledge base. Make sure to visit www.fitzan.co.za to find out more about sectional title scheme management, letting, sales and trustee training. Remember to subscribe to our channel and follow us on all our social
2: platforms.